once we arrived here in Kinshasa, that wasn't like, oh, now we are here, everything is nice and perfect, we just need to plan, that's easy. No, not at all, because we've been very sick uh, due to food poisoning. So for almost one month, it was so difficult here. Well, welcome to another episode of Let's Go 360. It's a podcast for listeners who want to know more about what God is doing around the world, here, near, and far. God is on the move like no other time in history. Let's Go 360 is sponsored by Christ Church of the Valley, also known as CCV. One church, but many locations across the greater Phoenix area with plans to expand wherever God wants to go. My name is Larry Fraley, and I'm your host and lead pastor of the local and global missions at CCV. As always, our podcast will include show notes and important links of each episode. Today, our guest is Frederic Lebert from La Lebert Live. Frederic, welcome to the show. Thank you, Pastor Larry. I'm very happy to be here. Well, Fred has an international career in legal and business development, and Frederic, and I'll call him Fred, is dedicated to church planting with his wife, Nadine. They are both pastors of a church called Lailaber.live and the founders of the Foundation African Christians based in Kinshasa, Congo. Our guest today is the online version of what we helped start in Kinshasa. And Lailaber lives to exist so that you can know Jesus Christ, live free and discover who you are in your walk in your destiny. They started a church about a year ago and are already more than 50 groups large and on four continents. And they have just planted their first physical campus in Kinshasa, DR Congo, the most populated French-speaking city in the world. Yes, I said the most populated French-speaking in the world, and that includes Paris. CCV has gotten involved with Frederick and his church plant Oh, I don't know, maybe almost two years ago when God connected Fred and I over the internet and email and we developed a relationship and he had a passion to start a church, both him and Dean, in the Congo. But we were in the middle of COVID. So they were trapped in actually Canada trying to start their church in the Congo. So Fred said he would like to start a church online first, build a base so that when they arrived in the Congo, they'd had an already ready church to go uh, with people ready to come. Well, they started and had no idea what God was going to do. That online church took off. And today, Stadia Church Planting is looking at that as a model for future church plants. So Fred, before we dive in today, tell us a little bit about you and your family. Yeah, so um, my wife is pastor too. Um, We do have two kids, two daughters, um, the, my first daughter's her name is Celeste. She's six years old, and my second child, uh, it's a girl too, and her name is Stella. She's seven months old. Wow! And you guys had a little bit of a trouble getting to the Congo. I know you had your your daughter was sick. You were you were battling some other illnesses, but you persevered. It would have been so easy for you to give up, but I you didn't, and that is what impressed me and and our church leadership with you. As you hung in there and fought through those obstacles, tell us a little bit about those problems you had trying to get to the Congo. 
So because of COVID, of course, it was quite tricky to start even the online church. And um, it was extremely difficult uh, to uh, gather everything we need to go uh, to Kinshasa, Congo, uh, because, uh, as you know, it costs a lot of money when you move from a continent to another. And just to move from a continent to another, it costs a lot. But when you go and plant a church, <laughs> it costs even more. So that was uh, tricky to uh, gather all the funds and everything. But um, God made a way, um, thanks to uh, you guys uh, from the CCV. And once we arrived here in Kinshasa, that wasn't like, oh, now we are here. Everything is nice and perfect. We just need to plan. That's easy. No, not at all. Because we've been very sick uh, due to food poisoning. So for almost one month, it was so difficult here um, in our home. So that was the beginning of the journey in Kinshasa, being sick for one month. I remember walking with you in that journey. And, and uh, yeah, it, it was not the highlight of your trip and your experience so far, but you persevered and now you are uh, operating a church there and God is doing some amazing things uh, with you and your family. So as we um, get ready to talk today, there's, I guess, a big question I should probably ask to start with. So your, your ministry is up and running, but what problem were you trying to address in, uh, in Kinshasa? So um, this is a... Um a global problem, I think. Um, and it's a big problem in the French speaking world. Uh, too many people are not being saved and too many Christians are not working in their destiny. So that's the big problem. Yeah. So you're there now. So could you maybe explain your ministry a little bit? What, what tactics or what things are you doing to solve that? Yeah. So, uh, we think that, uh, church planting, it's an amazing way to reach people and um, to be used by God to be the tool that God will use to save people, you know. So uh, church planting, this is a very, very effective uh, evangelism uh, tool. So that's why we, we believe we need to, to plant several churches. So we have started online and uh, now we do have a campus here in Kinshasa, but our strategy is quite simple. Everything starts with a small group. From that small group, because we are very uh, aggressive in a sense that we want to multiply. So when we see a certain amount of groups in a city, we do a monthly gathering. And then when we see a certain amount of people coming uh, and attending that monthly gathering, we start a campus. So that's the tool we are using to solve the problem. But we do have like a, a flavor, <laughs> a particular flavor. Um, we, we, we deliver very practical teachings, very practical. And we are also using uh, social medias a lot. So that's, that's the, um, basically I, I, I would say the, the, the most important thing uh, God told us is to be very practical. And um, we, we are here to encourage people to stand up and do something, you know, to... That's the mission of the church, actually. We exist so 
as many people as possible can know Jesus, but that's the beginning of a journey. Then they need to live free, discover who they are and walk in their destiny. So it's a call to action. Yeah. I, I can't even imagine what it was like for you in the beginning. So you were, you had this idea that, well, maybe we'll start with an online church mm -hmm. first. What was that like? What, walk us through from the early days of you kind of launching the, 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 uh, church and then doing it online and then checking to see the results online. And then as God decided to grow it, you kept growing. What was it like from day one, for instance, all the way up to where you're at now in terms of just the numbers, countries, and people involved? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So at first it was, you know, in the beginning, it was just a vision. I remember it was in a uh, 2019, it was a prayer and fasting time with the staff of the church. Um, I was an executive pastor there in uh, Montreal, Canada, and uh, we've received that vision. Um, and that was clear. Our season was ending. So we didn't know much more than that. So we're, we keep praying with my wife and two words came, youth and Africa. So we have decided to investigate that a bit. <laughs> so we did an exp um, a trip just to explore and understand more about that calling in Kinshasa, uh, just before the first COVID wave. And we have realized that that was here in Kinshasa. God wanted us to, to come here. But once we, uh, we, we were back from Kinshasa to uh, Montreal, Canada, one week after that trip, it was the beginning of COVID. And the world was closed <laughs> and that was, uh, that was weird a bit, you know, for us because we're convinced that we needed to come here, but in the same time, it was, it was impossible to travel. So God said like, start online. And we did start zoom meetings, uh, with more than 200 people, uh, from different continents. Uh, so that was crazy. The worship was in Kinshasa, Congo. I was preaching from Montreal, Canada, and uh, we had volunteers from France, you know. <laughs> so that was the beginning of uh, a journey. So then it was the online church, the launch of the online church. Uh, we, have, um, we have expanded also the, the small groups. But I think the, the most crazy, if I can say this, the most crazy thing was... When we arrived here in, in, uh, in Kinshasa, Congo, and we have started to share the vision God gave us here. And we did it during two months. It was every week, vision nights, November and December of uh, 2021. And the crazy thing was when we were sharing the vision and you see at that very moment that people are responding to the vision saying like, we were praying for this for years. Oh, yes, I know that I need to, to take um, part of it, you know, and that was a touching moment, you know, every week sharing the vision and more and more people attending and they are like, we are ready to serve. And um, at the end of the worship uh, of the, sorry, of the vision um, nights, uh, we have gathered a core group of uh, 100 people willing to serve, ready to serve and do everything to reach people uh, for Jesus. 
So uh, that was very encouraging, uh, very encouraging start for us. And so now you're in several continents, countries, right? Yes. So now with the, the online church, uh, we do have more than 50 small groups. We have more and more small groups in France. We do have small groups in other countries in Europe. Of course, in Congo, we do have uh, more than 20 now small groups, but also in other countries in Africa, almost all the French speaking uh, countries in Africa, we do have small groups. We do have also a Canadian and US group. We do have a physical small group in Montreal and also in China. Um, so yeah, that's the beginning, but that's encouraging to see that uh, thanks to the online, we can reach the world. And we do have that conviction that uh, online, the online space, it's like the biggest mission field ever. And so when you, when you say small group, you actually mean there is a group of people meeting physically somewhere, right? We have both. We do have mm -hmm. small groups using uh, Telegram. It's like WhatsApp. Mm -hmm. And we do it, it's like online groups and we do have also physical small groups. F so for instance, uh, in uh, closed um, countries in the Muslim world, we have started with an online group. It was Morocco and Tunisia. But now from that group, we do have a physical group in Morocco. So it starts online, but then it spread uh, and it's, we start physical groups. A couple of things come to mind. I think of God expanding our territories, but in your case, God has expanded your territories digitally. So you've mm -hmm. got this kind of digital expansion happening uh, and God is using you in, in a great way. The other, the other thing that, and you know this because you and I've talked, I personally believe God is on the move like no other time in history. And this mm -hmm. scattering of Christians around the world is taking place both in physical departures from one country to another, but also now digitally as you're able to actually engage and have community, in a sense, digitally throughout, throughout the world. And who, who knows what God is going to do in your ministry with you and Nadine in the future. Yes. So yes. That's, that's just amazing. Do you, do you have... Um, maybe a story of someone that has been changed because of your ministry. So we do have many stories, but a very recent story was here in uh, Kinshasa. Um, a woman reached out through social medias uh, because we do have an online presence. And as we said, that's very important. And it starts from there. So she sent a message saying, we do not have any food at home. Please help us. So I said, in which city are you living? She said, Kinshasa. I said, nice. <laughs> Come mm -hmm. and join us on Sunday. So um, she came. Uh, she has four kids. So she's so vulnerable right now. Four kids. The youngest is two years old. Her husband is in jail. And in addition to that, she has uh, AIDS, so HIV. This is very, very tough 
for her. So she came to church on Sunday, uh, two weeks ago. Uh, she felt very welcome and loved. Um, her kids love the Sunday school where they have received a breakfast and a t-shirt because they are in need of, of clothes and food, you know? So after that, we've helped her to, to buy food. Then we did visit her during the week with food supplies. And now we are helping her to find a job. So now she has just received a job offer. So we think that being Christian is more than attending church on Sunday. We need to show the love of Christ to others. And that's exactly what we want to do online and here in Kinshasa. So that's just one story, but we do have a lot of stories. <laughs> So here uh, in Kinshasa, I would say all the behaviors that are part of the local culture that are not in line with the culture of the kingdom of God. So there is like a, a tendency not giving it 100%, slow pace, uh, not striving for excellence and setting for the minimum service. So people are very late <laughs> when we schedule appointments. Um, so it's... Sometimes it's tough, you know, because we are high pace with my wife and here it's very slow pace. So it's like, ugh, sometimes that's tough. And uh, also uh, concerning the finances, because Kinshasa, it's an extremely expensive city. Uh, and it's a great challenge to plant churches, serve people, build leaders, and at the same time, raise funds for the mission. So that's the main challenges. Now, I also know you're taking a different approach to ministry. In the Congo, as it is uh, common in most um, African cultures, there is a formality, a, a very formal um, church involved, where when people go to church, they dress up in ties and jackets and, and, and look mm -hmm. very proper. And yet in your church, you are trying to reach the young people with a more, I'll say, come as you are kind of dress. Mm -hmm. Um, which has to be very appealing to the younger person. But I am assuming that that may rub some of the more formal churches a little uh, in a little bad way. Is that right? Yes, that's correct. Uh, I'm, it's, I'm being intentional. I'm wearing a T-shirt and, and uh, you know, running shoes <laughs> on Sunday. And <laughs> that's weird for most of the people here. But what we have experienced uh, so far is that, interestingly, we do have people attending uh, the church coming from university, and they are smart, they want to grow, they want to know how to win, how to uh, success in their Christian life, and they know that it's not wearing a suit that will make you a winner or uh you know what I mean, you know? So mm -hmm. the people offended by that kind of uh, cloth, they are not attending anyway, you know? But those attending, they're like, okay, that's great. Because here it's not about wearing the best suit ever, wearing expensive shoes or the gold watch. No, it's about God's words and Jesus. And all to um, have a successful Christian life. So... I think that's why we see more and more uh, people attending the church because uh, we have uh, more than double the attendance uh, in one month. 
So I guess they are, the word is spreading right now, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, let's praise God for that growth. And so yeah. I know I know CCV supported you now for, for some time. And um, can, can you describe maybe a time or something that enabled you to accomplish something because of CCV's support? So I like your question because <laughs> the support of CCV has always come at crucial moments. First, it has allowed us to start the online church, then to start the campus here in Kinshasa, and now to do the work and prepare the new place we have just rented. Two days ago, we, are, uh, we have rented a new space. So it's like three crucial moments, and CCV uh, has been um, here to help. So, wow, the timing is so perfect. Well, we're so honored to do that. Our, our, our people are so generous and it's through their generosity that has allowed ministries like yours to get started and to continue. So we, we want to continue to encourage you and we will continue our support. I look forward to getting over there. As you know, we were yes. planned to go over the 1st of January and, and then uh, this Omicron virus was just uh, beginning to, to be unveiled and uh, no one really knew what that was. And mm -hmm. so uh, we decided to hold on that. And so we look forward to kind of rescheduling that when, uh, when I can get over there with uh, our partner, Stadia Church Planting. So, yeah. uh, well, thank you a lot for joining us today, Frederick. For those of you that may not be aware, is actually calling in from the Congo. And it's probably going on 8 o'clock in the evening um, where he's at. And so maybe we, we can do another podcast in the future and have uh, you and Nadine on yes. and talk about some more, more things that God has been doing there in your ministry. It's a very big honor for us mm -hmm. to share what God is doing here. Um, we love you and we are so grateful because we feel we are a team and we are yeah. doing ministry together. Uh, different continents, same mission. How, how can we pray for you? So first of all, for our family, uh, health, protection, uh, also for the team, because we are right now building a strong team. And that's the, the most important thing, I think. Right now, it's a season to build a strong team. Uh, the third um, prayer request would be um, for a move of God online and in Kinshasa. Uh, because we want to see a multitude of people follow Jesus and and walk in their destiny. So, Well, thanks, Fred, for joining us. And we will include your contact information, your website, in our show notes. And thank you to our listeners of Let's Go 360. And uh, if this is a podcast that you think you might want to follow, well, please tap the follow icon and give us a thumbs up on your favorite podcast app, such as Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcast, and more, so that others might hear what God is doing around the world. You can also follow us on our website at letsgo360.org. I'm Larry Fraley, your host, and we look forward to joining you in our next episode of Let's Go 360.